The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Quirky Dog Podcast, inspired by some of the quirkiest dogs you can ever imagine and the owners who love them. This podcast is brought to you by the quirky couple themselves, Scott and Jess Williams. Their aim is to educate and entertain. Here's Scott and Jess. Real quick. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. 2020, here we are. Today we have Scott and Jess and Dave. This is our dear friend Dave. He owns the whole joint. He has okay. two guys, a uh, cigar shop and the two, the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the whole thing. Yes. M- may I? Oh, please. The inaugural. Been, been dying to do that. To break it in. Yeah. <laughs> the inaugural oink. So um, we're going to have Scott smoke his first cigar ever today on the podcast because Dave is here to walk us through it. But first, we're going to start with the quirky tip of the day. I need a pig voice. All right, perfect. Um, we're going to, if we get to it, we're going to talk about a few things that you could do for your dogs in 2020, kind of some goals to deal with. And my quirky tip of the day here is write your goals down, you guys. It's important. Something is not going to happen until it's on paper. So if you have a goal for your dog this year in 2020, it's like you a go motivational write it down. Uh, episode. <laughs> oh, God. You guys already got the glasses yeah, out. All right. Pay, pay no attention. <laughs> Happy New Year. Okay. Let's not start anything on fire. How do we make this happen? You ready to no. go? We're ready to know. go. All right. I'm a little apprehensive. Scott never smoked a cigar before. But I have. You have. Yeah. I smoked crack once. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, so we're, that was back in the mid '80s. We're not going to inhale like you would on crack. <laughs> so the first thing you do is take the cigar out of cellophane because okay. I see people uh, come, to come the in the cellophane. cigar store and they smell the cellophane. I don't know what they get out of it, but you, you smell the body of the cigar, okay. which is a cross, and this happens to be Ecuadorian Connecticut shade. Mm. Tobacco. Ooh, smells good. Then there's the foot of the cigar, the open end. Yep. There's a head and a foot. The foot, smell in there, and that's Honduran tobacco. And Honduran tobacco has a unique aroma to it. You know those yellow raisins, golden raisins? Yeah. Does it smell like that to you? Exactly. Be- <laughs> exactly. It does. <laughs> he took the words out of his mouth. Because so it's Ecuadorian wrap? The outside wrapper. Inside is Honduran tobacco. Mm. Honduran has that. Um, golden raisiny type of smell. Yeah. So somebody hands you a cigar and says, hey, this is a Cuban cigar, and you smell it, and you smell that. No, it's not. That's Honduran tobacco. Everything has its taste and aromas and flavors right, and stuff. Right. So that's one thing you ha- you should do with a, with a cigar is actually use all your senses when, sm- when yeah. smoking a cigar. So we're going to taste it, smell it, feel it. And that's hand-rolled? Hand-rolled. Beautiful job. So huh? it's La Gianna. La Gianna came out in 1994. My daughter is Gianna. We were having a baby. You named her after the cigar? Na- nope. Named the, <laughs> na- named the cigar after her. But actually, the cigar got to me before she did. So it made it here first. So we have to cut the cigar. It's not open on one end. Right. So you have to cut a little bit. You don't just bite that off? No. And see the little hat? On top of it, the little cap that they do. If you cut below it, the cigar just unravels. That's all that holds it together. So you don't cut a big chunk off it. You just cut a little bit. So that's all. Here's a cigar cutter with training wheels on it, Jess. Oh boy! I thought you were going to do this for me. You can only cut it so far on it. Careful. But so I'm here, right? Yep. Just go as far as you can and and push down and cut. Squeeze. Did I do it? And that's perfect. Nice cut. 
So, Happy New Year! There we go. So I'm going to give you the ones with the training wheels also, yeah. and I'm going to cut mine because I'm a pro. I don't need the training wheels on it, and I can just cut mine yeah, the same yeah, way, they right? They do look similar, honey. What do you have? Oh, not, not bad, bad, babe. Not bad. Your first time, not bad. Give me a case. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Addictive personality? <laughs> Could be. Could be. This is my husband. So now we're going to taste the cigar before we even light it. Okay. Just take a draw like you'd be drawing in a cigar. Remember, we're not going to uh, inhale. So you draw, Good. taste it in here, mm. and taste a little bit of maybe a little vanilla-ish, maybe a little almond. Raisins. By the way. Raisins and almonds. By the way, there's no almonds, raisins, It's almost like or granola. It's only tobacco leaves, but <laughs> it, it doesn't taste like what you thought it was going to taste Not like. at all. Very mild. Yeah. We don't have to light it, do Which we? Is gonna be, <laughs> then it's going to change. Then the whole world is going to change as we light it. Now, when we light a cigar... So do people actually taste it like that before they yep, light it? Yep. Only, wow, the, only people that know what they're doing. Yep. I feel fancy now. So it tastes clean, though, right? Yeah, it doesn't like it. taste muddy or anything like yeah. that, or, or earthy, as they call a lot of people, the biggest problem that happens when people light cigars is they light the cigar wrong. And remember toasting marshmallows and you put the marshmallow too close to the fire mm -hmm. and the marshmallow turned black immediately. Yeah. And then even if you took the black off Very and you tasted the marshmallow, it still tasted black, mm -hmm. soot. Amateur. That's exactly what happens when they light a cigar, that they actually burn it and all they taste is soot. So every cigar tastes the same instead of these subtle flavors that we're tasting already and smelling already. So the key to lighting a cigar is to light it in the center of the cigar and up, and then turn the cigar and toast it, like toasting a marshmallow. After it's toasted for a little bit, I'm going to do this. That doesn't look like a lighter with training wheels. No. And but it does remind me of crack. Yes. <laughs> it is a jet lighter like the, the old crack days, right? <laughs> Happy New Year. Right. Uh, so I'm toasting it and trying not to burn it, centering up and, and not scorching the outside. You don't need to draw in on the cigar. You just, not yet, just toasting it. And then I'm going to bring the, the cigar up to my mouth, and then I am going to draw in, but the flame will be far away, and the cigar is going to light up. Now, remember, not inhaling it in my mouth, bringing it into my mouth, just into the cheeks, and then blowing it out. And basically spitting out oh, the smoke after. Scott, Scott, you can watch you this got, live on the podcast, There we go. So <laughs> I'm going to get a picture of you. See how, oh, far nice. wow. See how far away I am? Yeah. That I old turn butane it. gets going. Very impressive. Well now, done, Dave. I'm a pro. Then I blow on the outside just to see if it's perfect all the way around. If it is, the next hour is going to burn perfect all nice. the way around. It smells good now. All right, let me go first because we know do the I want same thing. Die. I got an inhaler for Scott. And if one for go you. south. Oh, I don't. You gotta. I got I can't be responsible for that. You're not gonna do this. No, I'll. I'll right, do, so I'll do it. You I'll have to gently it. turn. I can yeah. do. I can toast the marshmallow. All right. All right you, so do this though. Yeah. So turn. I'm do the whole. Wow. Start in the middle. Slowly yeah. turn. And you slowly turn. Middle, do yours. Slowly turn. Yeah. Just try not to scorch it. And you don't want to burn Centering it. Centering up. Beautiful. Trying, You're getting up. this. Is this like dog training that you? I'm training you how <laughs> to. Not quite don't, like dog training. No, it's all. Don't pull the it's collar. easier to fake, you know, smelling the wine and circling it in the glass than fake this. This is. Am I doing it okay? Yeah. All right. Is good. it lit? Give it yep, a sec. You're scorching it a bit. See how okay, it's scorching? Okay. 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 Oh, because yep. you're not centering it up. You all turn right, the cigar. Right. Yep. So mine's good. Okay. Though, right? You're ready to go. All right. Now so you I put it in your mouth, and then I'm going to light it as you as you take a hit. Ooh. Oh, this good. It tastes it like a macanoodle. It looks good. Not as perfect as Scott. This is going to be your first. Good luck, honey. Put it into the right side. I think so far. All right, I'm, so you're going to take a draw. You're going to put it in your, hold it in your mouth and just blow it out, like basically spitting out the wine. You're not inhaling. Woo, look at it first. Happy New Year. Not bad, yeah, you huh? You actually just broke your cherry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, crazy. Dave. Yeah, go. <laughs> you never forget your first. Oh, my gosh. It tastes pretty good, huh? Yeah, not bad. This is mild. This is good. It's I was wondering good. what Ed's been doing over there the whole time. We've been, uh... <laughs> Our producer, he smokes a cigar every Always. time we... Every time we do a podcast. So Dave actually has um, a podcast on on Saturdays called The Cigar Authority. And his is much more entertaining than ours. Not but, uh, true. <laughs> Not true. But you can learn all about his cigars there. He's a big cigar connoisseur. And they use cowbells there. So we got the cowbell thing going on today, too. Yeah. And also he has a podcast called The Cigar Authority. As That's well as... Said. No, well, you're talking about the stores. I know. I said the cigar. Oh, and he's <laughs> written a great all the time book. With us. The, Listen, the cigar's like, already going to his head. <laughs> I like the... Um, the fact that he put a marketing book together called uh, David versus Goliath yes. about brick and mortar marketing, which is a thing of the past now. Yeah. But what is old is new again. That's it. It is coming around. Yeah. And, and I, I'm hearing early numbers here for Christmas, and brick and mortar is doing pretty damn good. Good. And millennials are actually starting to get off the internet and going into stores to socialize. Yeah. But while they were there, they happened to spend about $350 this weekend. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, buying stuff, so maybe they'll you know, remember going to the mall and yeah, like the good old days. And, yeah. yeah, you didn't just buy on Facebook. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> funny we were listening to the Jay Shetty uh, podcast, and really Who the a lot hell of these. That? Oh, shut up! <laughs> a lot of these social media people are trying to get people to actually like meet up in person. Like that's the whole point that you create a community and everything else. So yeah. head back to your brick and mortar, and if you're in any of the New Hampshire stores, check out two guys. Well, he's also available online. You can get the cigars online yeah. too, right? Yeah. yeah, we do it every way. Just but I'm a brick and mortar guy. That yeah. not. What's the website? Two guys. Two guys cigars. Cigars. The number yeah. two. So every minute or so, you got to take a puff and Keep, blow it out, or else it, it shuts off. Yeah. So when you're done smoking the cigar, you just put it in the ashtray, and you walk away. And in one minute, it shuts itself off. You don't stamp it out like a cigarette person does. Right. This has nothing to do with cigarettes. It's not the same as cigarettes. It's a whole different world. I heard they put something in the tobacco for cigarettes that make them burn yeah. faster. Yes, they do. And they also, there's a saltpeter type of thing to keep the cigar burning, and there's all kinds of ingredients. That the has ingredients some other effects here. to it. Yep. But this is just tobacco and water, and that's all that, that makes up of a cigar. It's, it's different than everything else. But here it is, New Year's, and it's a celebration of a new year, 2020, and many more, and good luck with this we're year. Gonna, we're going to be smoking cigars at home now. I can see it in his eye. He's enjoying it. It is a relaxing thing. I'll tell you, the majority of cigars. I cigar, can do something to Real cigars. <laughs> I mean, not so uptight. <laughs> but, but one or two cigars a week. Is the average cigar smoker, me and Ed are way crazy, way much more of that. You get a couple but of those that, before lunch. That's <laughs> the average person. There's no addictive yeah. quality to it, unfortunately, as a retailer. Well, psychological. You, you, you want it because it's relaxing, but you don't see people standing outside restaurants in between a, a, a yeah. course or yeah. something. Picking up a cigar, cigar butts. Yeah. And- <laughs> the, we, our business actually drops in half in the wintertime. 50% drop. Really? And then the summer kicks in and there's outdoors. And, and oh, the golfing. And, people yeah, like golfing. golfing and, yeah. and different things like that. So it's a, it's a whole different thing. And but I will say my dog loves cigars. Oh, when, perfect. When I grab one, he knows it's time to go sit outside. He gets all Because you get in the right headspace and yeah. he's getting in the right yeah. headspace. My guy, we lost my dog this year. but um, Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Rough. Rough. Uh, it was uh, 12 years Labrador uh, Chocolate Lab. Uh, we got 12 years out of him and everything, but he was the same way that he, uh, like, I smell like a cigar all the time because I'm around it, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but he, he loves me when I come home and, and, um, when I would grab a cigar to go, he would come and sit with me while yeah. I'm smoking yeah. a cigar. So it's not like he went the other way. He yeah, actually they liked went the closer bonding to me. Time. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah. A little so, bonding time. Yeah. 
Let's yeah, keep, let's well, the, but I'll, I'll tell like you, an echo today. as far as the women go, <laughs> it is completely the opposite. Oh, were you talking over there? Yeah, yeah it's completely the opposite that it, it, it keeps the bugs away and it keeps women away. I light us really? somewhere and <laughs> let me well, take let me part take of my it. personality. I'm closer, yeah, Dave, yeah. So be careful. So when do we when do we tip out the ash here? I don't want to start well, the whole place on fire. It's too early now. Let it get right. a little bit because when you do take that ash off, the, the cigar is going to get hotter. And the mm. flavor is going to get um, not as good as it is right now. So that's kind of cooling the embers right now. You don't want to make a mess and make a giant ash or anything. Yeah. But, but it's get, better to leave a little head on there. Yeah, huh? let it get about an inch. And then when we're going to take the ash off, we don't flick it like a cigarette does. We just place it down in the ashtray. Oh, and it does it on its and own. It, and it just pushes down. That is classy. And, and doesn't uh, light nice. up and get a real red head at the end of it nice. because you want to go slow and easy and there's no rushing it slows everything down and uh, a lot of people a lot of people walk their dog and look, get a cigar including there's a guy Mike downstairs the wives don't want him smoking the house right? he does it every <laughs> single day actually one downstairs called the dog walker yeah, because they oh, have the really? perfect size. Oh, that's small, a, small cigar, cigar. That's a good gift for your dog walkers this upcoming year, guys. You yeah. know, I think, I don't know if this counts as a cigar, but when I was in the fourth grade, I smoked a cherry Tijuana small. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> that, Scott's just trying to relate. You know what? That's how all of us, you know, in, in our generation, and I'm your age, that um, we went into those little package in in the cigar in the cigar store in the drug store or whatever yeah. ended up having a little pack of cigars. It's machine made, processed. It's um, just a little bigger than a cigarette. Yeah, but and it's, it's brown because even when we talk to big cigar manufacturers, a lot of them started with Swisher Sweets. Yeah, right? yeah. which is another <laughs> one Similar, like that. Yeah. This is premium handmade cigars, which is a different world, and nobody needs it. It, it is a luxury. It's a luxury item of somebody burning a $10 bill or whatever, but I'll tell you, you can go to the movies and spend a couple hours at the movies, or you can light up a cigar, and it's a two-hour vacation. And this is certainly more social than that. So the people that put this out, and the minute goes, and then it stops being lit... Do they go back and smoke it the next day? Like, do they last? Well, I don't know about the next day, but, you know, say you were called into dinner or something and you put the cigar down and what a shame, you only smoked a quarter of it and you got three quarters left. We do the same exact process we did. We wipe the ash off and then we do the same toasting thing. But instead of drawing in as we light the cigar, we blow out. Oh, okay. Let it burn it, off a little bit. It, it cleans out the embers that That's it is. Instead idea. of drawing, remember, the ash is what I'm telling you. If you scorch it, what you taste is all scorch, and like the marshmallow. Yeah. If you drew in this ash into it, that's what you would end up tasting throughout the whole thing. It's a sponge. It's going to bring on anything that's around it. Okay, so a few up. hours it can sit. But yeah, then- even 12 hours later or something okay. to toast it. The next day, I don't know, maybe it's going to absorb a lot of those ashes and things, but it doesn't have to go to waste. You know, it's just not going to be as good unless you get to it soon enough. Yeah. You look good, hon. How are you enjoying it? I feel I'm, I'm not sick yet, so I guess, <laughs> I guess I'm doing okay. We have got the puke bucket. All right, Ed, we got to go to break because the boys are never going to put their masks back on unless we start start up again so that's the only way i'm gonna get them going with their 2020 i know happy new year does your dog seem anxious would you like your dog to relax do you want to feel more in control would you like your dog to cooperate HowToCalmYourCanine.com That's HowToCalmYourCanine.com 
by you kissing it. Put it into your teeth. Yeah. And then draw. Okay. Get oh, it. yeah. Get it, the teeth in there. It opens yeah. up a little bit on the We're end. smoking yeah. cigars. It's Happy New Year time. And I still didn't get them in their masks. Yes. Happy New Year. I'm so excited about these. It's like a masquerade party with all masquerade. the little dog things. Look at this. It's great. You know, I just saw a video of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger going to work. He comes into his office, which Put is a huge place. Put your glasses on there, pal. And uh, his dog is in there, and he goes right to his humidor and opens up a big thing full of cigars. Yeah. He grabs one, sits at his desk, and gets to work. So we're talking about smoking cigars with dogs, and you guys should. It's a good way for mindfulness. But another thing we wanted to say that you could do in the new year is just spend 10 minutes of quiet time with your dog. The dogs like to be with you. And the reason that Dave and Ed and Arnold Schwarzenegger's dog and everybody <laughs> likes to be with them when they smoke a cigar is they're in a good state of mind. Dogs like to be around you when you're calm. So think of that. We if do- it's going to take a cigar to get you to sit with your dog, go buy some <laughs> damn cigars. <laughs> no, it's true. We do a live meditation um, on our Facebook page every Monday at 8. And it's just a 10-minute thing, but it's with the dogs. Dogs like peace, and people like peace, too. And if you're not seeking out peace, you should start you doing meditate, that in 2020. You meditate with the dog? Yeah, we put them at our feet and meditate. And he stays there with you? Well, yep, put him on a leash on and a just leash. step on the leash so that, you know, we're not putting him in a obedience command. We're not telling him down. We just have him there beside us. We'll step on the leash in case he wants to get up and start fooling around or jump in my lap just to stabilize them. But after you do it a couple of times, they just know that routine. They just hang out wow. there and relax, you know? Yeah, it's just good to get in the habit of doing things with your dogs. And your dogs like you guys calm. So like Scott said, if the cigar gets you there, do it and then get the well, dog involved. Well, and then the, the vice versa is really more the case. If you're stressed, your dog is stressed. They pick yeah. up on all of your energy, you know? Well, I miss having a dog. He's only been gone a few months. But we're talking about waiting till May because I'm going on a, my first vacation in probably about Woo! 25 years. <laughs> No, listen, you're always on vacation. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm smoking cigars and sitting around, right? But um, after we get back from a vacation and not have to worry about the new pup is, is why we're going to wait. Yeah, you want to get rid of the it. snow and everything, too. Yeah. yeah. So maybe what are you guys getting? in June, that was my question to you. So my first dog I had was an Akita, and he was rough. He's a little he mean. Didn't, he didn't get along with anybody except yeah. us. He was yeah. great with us, but having people over was tough, and he was a maniac. Uh, well, loved him, but he was a maniac. And this last one, Dean Martin, he was a chocolate lab, and he was quite the opposite. But I, I was afraid that the bad man's going to come in, the burglar, because he just roll around and <laughs> yeah. get him on his belly. You <laughs> he know? wasn't very useful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I love him. Yeah. And, um, it's always better to have a social dog than one that you can't have around people. Yeah, yeah. Um, where should I go? You know, and, and Did you like the lab? I loved him. I'd get yeah. a lab. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? And and if you can, get a working lab. Like, research some breeders and stuff. But Get him conditioned to the cigars early on, <laughs> right from eight weeks. No, really. Labs, you had a kind of a goofy lab, but a working lab can really be a nice dog, and they're well-bred, and they're fun to be around. They do stuff. They don't want to just lay around. You know, when I, I heard you on a past episode mention that you feed them raw food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raw chicken. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if it, if it were a puppy, we would. Uh, you could either just give them the straight meat, or you could take a mallet and pulverize the chicken but breast. But like if we ate raw chicken, we'd be sick. Yeah, but Probably, dogs, yeah. dogs and wolves in the wild, I mean, they're just pulling apart dead animals. Yeah, well, their digestive tract is very short. Stuff goes through them very quick. With us, we have like a mile of intestine. Yeah, hit eating and, and go outside to go. Yeah, and their, uh, the enzymes in their stomach, the acid in their stomach is brutal. You know, they, they kill everything in their stomach. 
And if you're freaked out about raw, you can feed home cooked. But the dog food, it's not regulated. I mean, our food's barely regulated, but the dog food is I like, always thought that, too. You pay big money for some yeah. certain dog food that's supposed to be better than the others. But what's in the end, some people would argue, oh, don't feed them off to your plate and stuff. But I got to imagine the food on the plate is better than, than what they're Yeah, doing. I think the food off the plate issue is just you don't want them begging at the table. It's not that the food isn't good for the dog, but if they're always eating right there, they're always like in your business while you're trying to eat. But it's proteins, not carbohydrates. Well, we give them some sweet potatoes, okay. some carbs. You know, and, uh, that, when we throw veggies, veggies in fruits there, fruits and veggies, no onion. But they, they, the more balanced their diet is, the healthier they'll be. And the more you expose a young dog to more proteins early, the more uh, easier they are to set up their system will be to accept things moving on. You know, because yeah. if you only feed beef for two years and then you say, "Oh, let's see what salmon's like," then sometimes they well, can wait, have an issue. You're I mean, almost ready to get of, your ash off there, pal. Uh, I don't want you to have a problem. All in time. Yeah, look at you. Oh my uh, God, it's gonna go gonna right say, on the uh, mic. A couple of benefits wire. to the raw is that their poops are like chalk. They're not all stinky and typical dog Small. food poop. Small. And they don't drink water all the time because they get so much moisture out of the meat. The meat itself is like ninety percent water or mm. something. You know, so they're getting a lot of. Um, moisture in their system so like with kibble they eat the kibble then they go and gulp 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 drink a bunch right. of water and then that stuff expands in their stomach yeah you know? so there's a lot of benefits to it and the kibble they have recalls all the time and even when we have recalls for human meat the dogs probably aren't going to be affected by whatever that was that was going to affect us because yep. their systems are stronger and that brings me to also if your dog is overweight in the new year guys shed some pounds like scott said if your dog's fat table scraps they only get carrots but it is crazy how much portion control can actually take a dog's waistline and slim it right down. It's not so much diet, but just portion control. If you're free feeding them, think about feeding them on a scheduled feeding schedule. Yeah. And exercise helps, but really, if you're feeding them three cups a day and they're barely finishing it and they're overweight, give them two for a little while. Let's see those pounds shed. And go to the vet every month. Weigh them in. Make sure you're losing at least a pound or two and you're heading in the right direction. Once yeah. or twice a day. Once or, Once or twice, yeah. It depends, it depends, depends on, on the, the dog. dog. Young dogs, twice you get a lab it depends on how active they are too like if you got a lab and you said oh i want to take him hunting he should probably have a little breakfast before he runs out and he's you know actually out in the field all day just depends yeah. on what you're doing yeah just like a person right yeah exactly yeah. if you're lazy yeah. cut your cut yeah, your meal yeah, you don't need to eat three meals a day <laughs> no, yeah. well and i feed my dog twice a day in the morning sometimes he'll you have, just leave it and yeah. you have a big dog yeah and yeah. yeah but you know then you have the cultural stuff because the italians they love with food mm. yeah. <laughs> You're going to love that dog right into 400 yeah. pounds. My, my guy was too heavy. They said all the time, you know, you got to go easy on him. And that's because I was eating too much myself. Yeah, it just so. gets hard on their joints. Babe, you're doing so good. I'm so impressed over here. Well, I'm just, uh, you know, it's a natural thing for a man to smoke a cigar. <laughs> I didn't know this about the teeth and the lips. No, the you look good with it and everything. You feel good with yeah. it? Yeah, I'm doing He's okay. a natural at Did you think it was going to be heavy? Well, you know, I thought it might be a little harsher, but yeah. I think this cigar that you picked is probably a yeah. more mild cigar. This is to me like um, birthday cake type of thing, vanilla birthday cake mm -hmm. with frosting on it, and nice a little and sweet and smooth, and you know, vanilla cake and almonds and raisins. It's and, the whole thing. And there's two versions of this. There's a darker version, which is called Maduro. Maduro means ripe, and it's a it's a blacker cigar, and it looks scary black that it's going to be strong, but it's sweeter because of what happens to the wrapper in that case, but not all cases. So you go to your brick-and-mortar cigar store, and you talk to them because 
a cigar person is not like a cigarette smoker that smokes Marlboro cigarettes, and that's their brand. They yeah. bounce around all the time, more like micro-brew beer yeah. people, right. like uh, people that are into coffees and things like that. Oh, what's this, a Guatemala roast? Oh, let's try this. And, you know, that's the beauty of it, trying something different all the time. So what's adding that? a flavor to the to the tobacco would be a blasphemous thing, I would think. It happens. There's, <laughs> such, there's such a thing out there, but, you, you know, know. Yeah, but anyone that knows yeah. what they're doing wouldn't get near it. I wouldn't. Yeah, okay. And I figured. You're not in. Shaking his head. Never. Never. <laughs> what about like like bourbon? Do people like have cigars and bourbon yeah, all at once? Yeah, but, but I, you know, and, and I'm a taster and Ed's a taster actually for some magazines that when you read the reviews and write-ups, we smoke blind cigars with numbers on them and say, what does it taste like and yeah. how is it? And like, like a I, wine, like a wine Yes, and in order to do that, it's black coffee or water, and that's it. Well, that's why I was going to say, I assume like the stronger like bourbon or whiskey would take the taste away. It's going to affect it one way or the other, and some people to a better degree that they like to drink a drink with it or whatever, but you don't ever want to overpower. The drink can't overpower the cigar. The cigar can't overpower the drink, or you've ruined both of them. Especially if they're numbered. You start by the time you get to the last cigar. You don't know what the hell <laughs> <Yeah>. you're <doing. laughs> Black coffee and water. That's good that's for your complimentary tip. That's, that's and perfect. <laughs> that's right up Scott's alley so, with those some two. Some people like a, a seltzer kind of a, yeah. a sparkling water. They think it clears their palate a little more, but not flavored. Yeah. yeah. What's your number one selling cigar at the store? Ooh, What's your most expensive? I would say too? Padron is number one. Padron is a Nicaraguan. It's very full-bodied, and it's one of those that I'm, I'm telling you, most cigar smokers bounce around. But when it comes to uh, Padron smokers, those are the most loyal. That they smoke more of that than anything else, and bounce a little around. So uh, that up, reminds them to go back to their favorite cigar. Yeah, be, yeah. You know, very good cigar. But then, then again, it's you know what is the best cigar? It's whatever you like. What's the best dog? Right. Yeah, the one, the yeah. one that you have. You can that you say love. how he how he measures best. He wants to know the most expensive one right away. We're gonna no, go no, buy I, that I, one to go home. I knew they wouldn't be one and the same <laughs> yeah. because the people that like to smoke the same one every time, if well, it's real expensive, they're gonna not smoke as much. And then there's labels. You know, the band that's on it and it has a name on, it and they say, "Oh, it must be great because it's this brand," and that's not necessarily the case. That's advertising and marketing yeah. and things like that. And as you get to know the people, I know the people that make them. You know, I go to all the tobacco fields and farms around the world and get to know them and it isn't always price you know certainly there's um you can't get a two dollar cigar and it's going to be the greatest cigar but you don't have to get a forty dollar cigar nor should you especially if you're new to it but when you get going and your your tastes are good then then you should try something that's outstanding yeah or says so it's at least you can appreciate it right then. right Do have they you have- ever had any rollers come in here and roll? yeah we, uh, back in the day now we can't fda has control oh really they won't let you do that it's huh? manufacturing that'd be, that'd be pretty yeah. cool to see yeah, yeah. Have a roll party? Roll what about party? counterfeit? You have counterfeit like they do with the wine they, or no? They do counterfeit Cuban cigars all the time. As a matter of fact, in the U.S., they say they sell more counterfeit Cubans than they do real Cuban oh, really? cigars because they're illegal in this country. So there's, And people bring them in every once in a while and say, Dave, what do you think of this? And I can smell it basically. Tell them. That's, no. that's Honduran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's tough because I say, no, just enjoy it. You really don't want to know. Uh, well, now that you can, I, there was some tourism going on in Cuba, but you still can't bring a box you, back with you? You or? can bring them back if you travel outside of the country, but you still can't buy Cuban goods in the United right. States. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can bring it back like a souvenir. But yeah. it's, uh, remember back in the days with uh, Coors Bay, oh, you lived on the West Coast anyway. We couldn't. Oh, we I could, heard about it. We couldn't get it here. Mm-hmm. And 
I no, went. no, I lived here. Oh, I really? Grew up in Mass. Then? Okay. Yeah. He was born here and moved All right. here. Everyone talked back. about the springs and the goddamn oh, Coors beer. I, I went to Virginia to buy like water. cases of Coors beer, and I put them in my refrigerator when I was the coolest kid on town, and I had Coors, and nobody else did, and it was great. And then we could get Coors beer, and I realized Coors beer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? It did then, too, but you couldn't get it. Right. right. And that's and that Cuban scarcity. cigars. That's yeah. Cuban cigars. That's the deal. When, yeah. when it get, it's it's going to be ruined after that happens. Yeah. Look at you already leaning back and relaxing. I'm, I'm shoulders it. I are could down. do this. I, I never saw you lean week. back like that before. Yeah, well, you just you have Notice a certain way with me. Notice she's got a little uh, thing on the table there just in case. Uh, the what, what do I have? Yeah, the, that's for Scott. I didn't know how this would go. I brought the inhaler in case Scott needed albuterol. I'll tell you, that's what it does. It, it relaxes people. And it, it's so nice you having me on here on a New Year's because some things that happen on New Year's is this is when I'm going to give up. Smoking, yeah. not start. So Scott starts smoking yeah. so, on New Year's. This, this is, is what happens. Yeah. This is always how Scott runs. Hey, what about your cigar box? Tell them about that. Is that something people can get year-round? Your shipment? Don't you have some shipment? Oh, that the you monthly shipment? Yes. Yeah, so on the Cigar Authority. You tie that and, right and in, in with the, the bark this, box. Bark oh, yeah. Box with cigar a cigar. Bo- that's a good one. We should. You can do this. So, <laughs> so here's what I do. This is a great idea. Oh, my God. The two of them. Wow. My you eyes just lit up. You get a dog biscuit and a cigar. <laughs> so we had, people co- we had people writing to us on our podcast, The Cigar Authority, and we've been doing it for 10 years now, and they said, can you tell us what you're going to smoke next week so I can go to the store and get smoke that cigar and smoke along with the show when we say, wow, there's some vanilla hints in here and stuff. They could be tasting and say, yeah, yeah, I get it or whatever. So I said, yeah, I can do that. I'm, re- I'm reading the thing. And then it dawns on me and I said, well, I'm in business. Why don't I send them <laughs> the cigars automatically? So I created the Cigar Authority Care Package where you get four cigars every month. So those will be the four of the cigars we'll smoke during the month. And then you had to commit to the podcast because these guys got their cigars out there. Twenty four ninety nine, which was basically a cigar of the month club that we were doing, and we would get twenty thirty people a year that would do cigar of the month. We have a thousand people on the cigar authority doing the care package, getting four cigars a month at twenty four ninety nine, including shipping, and a thousand people. So it's business wise, it's reoccurring revenue. Yeah. But they get so much more than twenty four ninety nine. Because they get a little education at the same time. The manufacturers want their cigars to be tasted also. Yeah. So they give us a tremendous deal to be into the package. So we have to talk after this because this is the answer to do this. And that, you could and you could poll all these people too for all kinds of feedback on these products too. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you if know you guys got, if you guys need Scott's address for the cigar box, I'll I'll be happy yes. to share it with you. I think he's ready to commit. <laughs> if you make if you, you out there listening make a dog product, what would be better than to have all your listeners try this? Maybe it's a little treat. Does the dog like it? I don't know what. I, I don't know enough about this, but there's something there. And let me tell you, it's a big win for the manufacturers to participate, and they want to give me all the cigars. And I say, no, 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 just one a year from each company. But everybody throws themselves at it because they can get it tasted by 1,000 people at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you know, what that costs to end up pulling a, a tasting thing yeah. like that? Yeah. So, uh, and they're all and, watching the podcast yeah. at the same and, time. And uh, probably a lot of those people don't have access to a, a shop like yours where they can go in and get a nice cigar. Yeah. They're just going to 7-Eleven and getting the best they and can. And sometimes launching new products, and we have it first, and it, all these people get to try it yeah. at the same time. And maybe a test brand or a t- something that didn't even come out yet, see what you think of that. So sky's the limit even with you guys. It's, yeah. You guys can I'm getting test excited. a lot of things. Yeah. 
I, I oh think we God. have an answer. 2020, let's stop 2020, making some money. New Year's resolution. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Dave has a two-hour podcast, so I'm going to have to cut them off. But uh, you guys, uh. make a resolution for your dogs this year. Do something behavioral-wise. If they limp, fix their limp. Make one resolution for your dog today on top hey, of you guys. If nothing else, sit with your dog for 10 minutes. Yeah. Maybe once a week. If you're real busy, you know, you have this big, expensive, busy lifestyle, and take a break. And buy a cigar. Thank you, Dave, for being on. Thank you for having me. Happy New Year. Happy take New care, Year. guys. Keep it quirky. Ruff, ruff. <laughs> <laughs> The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.